0: Welcome to the Life of an Average Somebody, a new podcast hosted by my dad, Coach Randy. My dad considers himself average, and that's okay, but to me and my three siblings that didn't want to record this with me, he is somebody. He's also somebody to my mom, his clients, his students, and his friends. In this podcast, my dad is going to share some stories that show how he went from ordinary to extraordinary in the eyes of those that know him best. He'll share how an average person's life can have a tremendous impact on others. Remember, like Dr. Seuss once said, to the world you may be one person, but to one person you may be the world. My dad might only be one person, but hopefully you will find meaning and value in what he has to offer. And who knows, maybe he'll become somebody to you too. Enjoy today's episode and thanks for listening. Hello there, this is Coach Randy and thank you for joining me on Life of an Average Somebody Episode 1. I'm very excited to be a part of this brand new show. Some of you might know me as uh, a co-host of Bad to the Dad and uh, my co-host is Adam D. You can check us out on badothedad.com. We just finished our third season and uh, did a great Father's Day special and I'm looking forward to this new show called Life of an Average Somebody also want to give a quick shout out to Becky Berman, who uh, I just hired. Um, she's been a sponsor of ours for Bad of the Dad, but go to BermanCS.com. She does marketing, graphic design, uh, and I hired her because she's part of this new exciting journey that I'm about to start right here live, although it's not live for you, it's live for me, here in the den um, of my new podcast called Life of an Average Somebody. So the truth is, I plan on coming to you on a weekly basis every Friday, talking about various things that have occurred in my life and things that have happening around the world and uh, to focus on this element of what it means to be average. Okay, I know, I know. There's some of you out there listening saying, no, coach, no, coach, you're not average. Uh, As a matter of fact, I was with some friends the other day having a uh, socially distant, physically distant cocktail beverage with my wife when I started talking about this particular podcast, Life of an Average Somebody. It's also the title of a book that will be published Later this year, beginning of next year, and I've been working on it for about 10 years. And they kept saying, No, coach, no, coach, you're not average. You're somebody to my son. You're so important. You've worked with them. And I tried to explain that uh, the idea behind this concept is really about inspiration and motivation, and it is about empowerment. But the reality is, um, we're all we're all just average folks. Uh, and if anything has taught me the last four months being in quarantine, uh, my life is just uh, kind of this uh, droplet of rain in a hurricane of uh, of history and uh, doing everything I can. That uh, The only control I have over is all of my fiefdom, my family and my life and the uh, things that I do. And I've had to rethink and redo what it means to be a professional in my world in terms of my career. Family has changed and priorities. And the truth is that we're just kind of here. We just kind of end up being here. And uh, And I'm kind of an average guy. I'm middle class white jewish guy Um, got a wife got kids divorced got fired a couple times Um, trying to make a living earning what i can trying to refinance my house pay my bills Um, now trying to keep my kids busy because they're going bonkers i've got a uh, daughter that's 25 living in denver i've got a son that's 23 living in uh, mesa arizona and of course i have michaela who you heard at the intro uh she was uh, willing to uh step up and be part of the marketing team and uh did the intro so thank you uh i called her my moldest my middle oldest uh and she is uh, 14 and then i have my youngest which is brianna uh who's 11 i have uh, an amazing wife uh we call her jessa yes her formal name is jessica but we call her jessa and uh thank god for jessa she's been in my life now for uh well over 20 years. I've been married for, will be 18 uh, this year, and uh, I'm blessed to have her in my life. She's an incredible educator, and uh, that's my life, Um, and I'm kind of average. As you heard in the intro, I'm I'm also somebody, and uh, back in 2005, and I'll get into it uh, in episodes to come, I uh, lost my brother Mark unexpectedly in March of 2005. And it was uh, the kind of time of my life where I was working, making six figures. I was the apex of my career. I was doing uh, nonprofit work and Jewish nonprofit. I was executive director and was miserable in the world in which I was existing. And it took the death of my brother to kind of uh, wake me up out of a sleeping coma. When I was uh, younger, I'm not sure for whatever reason, I always believed that I was here for some kind of special purpose. Many of us think about those three important questions. Who am I? Where am I going? How am I going to get there? Those constant life questions that come up over and over again that really make us think, you know, why am I here? I mean, the truth is, I don't know, by a show of hands, um, who here asked to be born? You know, none of us asked to. It kind of just happened. Uh, Some stories are out of love and romance. Others, it's other kind of situations. And somehow, miraculously, we end up being born. I mean, uh, my family comes from uh, East Europe. Um, I'm told my great, great great-grandfather was a was a, a soldier of some sort, a, a serviceman in the Polish army, and uh, kind of saw the writing on the wall, and he left Poland. Um, you know, most of my family escaped, but I know that at some point along the way, if he walked or missed a train or caught the boat, came through Ellis Island, made a left and instead of making a right, uh, somehow, some way, I, I ceased to exist. So for some reason, fate has me on this earth. And I feel that somehow I'm I'm supposed to do something with it. And the last uh, six months being in quarantine, I've had a lot of thinking to do. I'm also a professional speaker by trade. And if anybody knows anything about professional speakers, uh, we love to talk. And when that piece is taken away from you and uh, you can no longer talk, your mind goes crazy and you put your family down, you start talking to them and they become your audience. And frankly, I think they're tired of listening to me. And so... Here I am. I have this idea that I'm somehow special, that I have some kind of purpose. Maybe it was my grandparents who told me my boobie and Zeddy. Um, I love God rest your souls. Uh, who said so? Or my, my grandmother, my po- mama, my papa said I was special. I don't know who it was, but I kind of always believed that I was kind of on this earth for some kind of special purpose. And it wasn't until about 15 years ago, 2005, that I kind of came across this new world of coaching and uh, as we journey together the weeks to come, I'll talk about different episodes of my life, but I'll make it relevant in terms of how we uh, we connect, even though you're on the air, and uh, I'm sitting here in what we now call the den, and that is courtesy of Adam D. We call this the den, but I want to kind of explain life of an average somebody, because ultimately, um, even though we might all be average, you know, I am somebody, and I do. I believe I make a difference. And I believe I care, and the idea behind this is really uh, an empowerment. It's about allowing us to be who we need to be. And I've talked to many people over the course of my time as coach. And my friends and family, they all call me coach. And uh, I love that word. It's not what I do. It's kind of who I am. And so you can certainly reach out to me anytime. You can reach me at Coach Randy at Coach Randy Says. Coach Randy at Coach Randy Says. also have a Facebook page of Average Somebody. I have a website, AverageSobody.com. But certainly if you want to throw some thought downs and reach out to me and say, you know, this kind of resonates with me. Um, I always felt that there was something else. And uh, when my brother died and uh, I decided I was miserable at my career, I literally quit my career and found the world of coaching. And uh, I was a baseball coach, loved baseball. My dream in life was to become a a varsity baseball coach and uh, teach high school, a class called Social Problems. And for those of my friends out there who grew up in the Denver area, I graduated in the class of 1985. Yes, you can do the math real quickly. And uh, Mrs. Cameron, Carol Cameron, um, was uh, my teacher. And she taught us a class called Social Problems. And frankly, it was probably the best class I ever took in high school because it dealt with real-life situations as a person. And so my goal was to teach Social Problems in high school and then coach high school baseball. But as fate have it, my life didn't turn out that way. I ended up meeting somebody, getting married, going to graduate school, moving out, having kids, going through divorce, you know, the whole the whole nine yards. Um, and uh, have ended up here in 2020. I live in New Jersey and uh, have been trying to write this book for about 10 years, Life of an Average Somebody. And I love the title. And um, about four or five months ago when this quarantine kind of first broke out and I was literally cut. My salary, my living was literally just cut from underneath my feet. I had to begin to rethink about who I am and what I'm doing and really started really spending time on this idea of what does it mean to be a person in this world, uh, the world in which we live, the craziness, the hostility. And who knew four months ago it was going to happen across our country? Um, I'm also a sociology professor and I'm, on, I'm a lecturer at uh, the Rutgers University and i wanted to really figure out and rethink maybe now's the time to reinvigorate and reinvest and uh, rethink who i am and what i'm doing Uh, and so i started writing my book i have uh, joined a writing class and uh, through the writing it has uh, inspired me to start this podcast in hopes that i can begin to generate uh, some relationships and almost a audience of people that say you know what coach you know i think i'm average too but you know what i'm somebody um, and I want to share the story about why, where this actually concept of somebody comes from. Uh, this will go back to my peeps uh, in Denver, Colorado, where I grew up. Um, I went to uh, Cole Junior High School. Yes, Cole Junior High School. That was when uh, junior high school was literally, it wasn't middle school, it was 7th, 8th, and ninth grade. And high school was 10th, 11th, and 12th. And I was bused from Southeast Denver, to an area which is referred to as, and maybe it still is, I think it is referred to as Five Points, where there's five blocks coming into one area. And Cole Junior High was where I went to junior high school. And it was a, a time in uh, our country where there was desegregation. I had spent time at Southmore Elementary School and busing kids from one town to another in Denver. So uh, a Latino at the time, was, we referred to uh, Chicanos, um, Mexicans, uh, but Latinos were and Hispanics were bused from one from their town uh, into my town for fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, and then uh, in seventh, eighth, and ninth grade we were bused into Cold uh, Junior High, which was a a black community, uh, and then I went to high school at Thomas Jefferson, which uh, kids from Latino and Hispanic and black communities came to uh, Thomas Jefferson. And frankly, given what's going on, I am blessed that I was fortunate enough to have an education where I went to school with multiple. People of colors and religions and values, uh, and sexual orientations. Um, I don't think uh, at the time it was something my, my parents were overly excited about, but I know for me, uh, and what I do for a living now, it's uh, been been a godsend. So I uh, was at Cole Junior High School, and I was in seventh grade, so it was probably 1980. It was uh, I was a little little. I was a short Jewish pitcher, pitcher. Oh my god! And uh, I was being busted, and I. Got to school and we found out that we had a, a trip, and we were told we we're going to walk from Cold Junior High School to Manual High School. Uh, and again, if you're in Denver, you know exactly uh, where Manual High School is. I think the school's still around. And we walked from Cold Junior High School to Manual High School for this big, big speaker. And someone, someone had said something about Jackson, and I thought Reggie Jackson was coming to speak. I have no idea why I thought it was Reggie Jackson. I just heard the last name Jackson. Uh, my grandfather. Uh, rest his soul he was a big yankee fan and growing up we would uh uh, we would listen to uh, the yankees play on the radio because at the time denver did not have a professional baseball team There was no rockies there was the denver bears and that was a middle as a triple a team and so uh i knew that uh, the yankees were a big favorite to him reggie jackson uh, was a famous yankee and so just assumed that we were going up to manual high school to listen to reggie jackson it made sense Uh, And as we're walking up there into the town, well, we we get to the auditorium. It's a big outdoor football field. don't remember where we're sitting, but I remember sitting in the back. And I remember two vivid components, two big memories of that particular time. At one point, um, the speaker, again, who I thought was Reggie Jackson, famous baseball player from the New York Yankees, would say, up with hope and then down with dope. Up with hope. And we were supposed to say down with dope. And the funny thing was, as I was in seventh grade, I had no idea what dope was. No clue uh, and the fact that everybody was saying it. And uh, I think it's very funny that uh, they had seventh, eighth, ninth graders all the way through seniors in high school at this big speech. And I'm screaming down with dope and having no idea what dope was. Um, I do remember uh, in sixth grade, um, there was a student named Joe Martinez uh, who came up to me and showed me his open palm, and there were a couple seeds, and he's like, look at this, and I'm like, what? He goes, look at these. I'm like, okay, what are they? He goes, they're marijuana seeds, and I'm like, oh, what are marijuana seeds? He's like, dude, marijuana, and I'm like, yeah, what about marijuana? What are you talking about? And literally in sixth grade, I had no idea what that was, but he was very proud to show me those seeds, which just kind of meant that I was clueless about that kind of stuff, and so there we are screaming, up with hope, down with dope. Uh, Later on, In the uh, presentation um, comes a very significant memory. And this is one of the more famous pieces that uh, this, again, I thought this was Reggie Jackson. Um, He started talking about us being important. And he had a thing called I am somebody. And uh, he would say, I am, and the rest of the people in the the audience would say somebody. He'd say, I am somebody. I am somebody. And I remember the teacher sitting next to me, and she gives me little elbow to the chest and says, Randy, come on, join in. I'm like, what's going on? I go, because like, you got to join in. I am somebody. I'm like, but, you know, what's the big deal? That's just Reggie Jackson. He's like, Reggie Jackson? That's not Reggie Jackson. I'm like, it's not. know, it's the great Reverend Jesse Jackson. I'm like, who? Yeah, it's the great Reverend Jesse Jackson. Now join in and scream. And so I joined in. I am somebody. I am somebody. And so ironically, as my life has become full circle, I do believe, as funny as it sounds, from that seventh-grade boy inside my memory, I have become somebody. Um, But I'm also an average. I'm an average guy. I have some good friends. I have a great town, a great community. Uh, My dad is alive and he's healthy. Um, I've lost my brother. My mom passed away. I've got a great wife. I've got kids. And the truth is that uh, there's some silver linings in the world in which we live. And it's important that. there's nothing wrong with being average. We have, uh, if you're like me, you probably follow the blueprint of life. And uh, we're going to spend time on this concept in an episode to come, uh, what I refer to as a blueprint of life. We're told at a very early age, probably when we were in junior high school, even today, up today, that you have to study hard. And you have to study hard in order, in order to get good grades. And you have to get good grades in order to get into a good college. And you have to get into a good college in order to get a good job. And you have to get a good job in order to make a lot of money. In order to make a lot of money, that means you're going to be successful and happy. And so you follow that blueprint. i it's discover, a, a, honestly, it's a bullshit blueprint. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, it somehow guarantees it. And I discovered uh, not too long ago that uh, there is no blueprint. And we all think it's about good colleges. We put pressure on our kids. We think it's about good jobs. We think it's about making money. And the truth is, none of it really matters. We focus on results. We focus on things that are in control. I spend a lot of time in sports. I work a lot with athletes, a lot with coaches, a lot with coach parents uh, and parents in general. I work with corporations. I'm uh, very much invested in uh, harassment, intimidation, and bullying, not only in schools, uh, but in colleges, as well as corporations. So what is going on is very much in my wheelhouse. Um, And there is no blueprint. That just allows you to have the sense of happiness. And the idea of a life of average somebody is for us to begin to rethink who we are as a person and help us answer who am I, Where am I going, and how do I get there? And hopefully over the next few weeks, and hopefully as the podcast goes well in the months to come, that you'll come to enjoy our 20- 30 minutes together, learn a little bit about yourself, learn some stories, Maybe connect with me through an email at coachrandy at coachrandy says.com. Or check me out on uh ww.coachrandy says dot com or get, get me on Facebook at average somebody, Twitter, AVG somebody, Instagram, average somebody, and let's begin a dialogue to understand that there's nothing wrong with being average. We're all average. But at the same time, we're all somebody. Because I'm somebody. I'm somebody to my kids. I'm somebody to my wife, and hopefully someday. In the not-too-distant future, I'll become somebody to you. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll speak to you soon. Have a great week.